Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio wherever you can get podcasts. Underdog Fantasy is the fastest growing fantasy app and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app, draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick'em game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code RADIO, and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100? Get $100 free. That's promo code RADIO. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Stacking the Box. To subscribe, hit us up on Google Play or iTunes or Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Thank you. Here is Stacking the Box. Welcome into Stacking the Box, our week eight recap episode. I am Josh Hill alongside Matt Bergeram. And Matt, we got a lot to talk about. But first, we're going to start with the Thursday night game. That is the Vikings and the Washington Redskins. Minnesota 19-9, they end up winning. It wasn't really a fun game. It wasn't a fascinating game. But are the Vikings Super Bowl contenders now? Because Kirk Cousins looks like he's starting to come around. The defense is legit. They, they do have Mike Zimmer as their head coach. Are we not considering them as a Super Bowl contender as much as maybe we should be? I think they're a, a contender, sure. Look, they, they do have a very good defense, and they do have two excellent receivers. They've got Dalvin Cook who's playing at an MVP-type level. If Kirk Cousins continues to play like this, yes. Now, I'll say this. Uh, I don't base it off of that game. They they didn't play particularly well against Washington. Case no. Keenum was in there. You could argue the first half. The Redskins outplayed him. They just bogged down the red zone. So, look, I do like the Vikings. Um, I do think they belong in that conversation. The question becomes, can Cousins beat Breeze? Can he beat Rodgers uh, in those big moments? What about the Redskins? Who coaches the Redskins next year? Because Jay Gruden, obviously, out. it's not going to be Bill Callahan. Uh, we do have some contenders out there. Robert Sala is going to be a name yep. thrown around, but I don't know if he necessarily leaves San Francisco. You've got Dan Quinn, who we'll get to in a minute, may or may not be out of a job, probably will be. Uh, you've got Mike McCarthy out there. Who coaches the Redskins next year? No, someone with no other options. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's, it's not going to be whoever the hottest co- coaching candidates are. They're not taking that job. Why would they? If, you know, if you're talking Robert Sala, who's a guy I would throw out there. Eric Bieniemy is another guy mm-hmm. I would throw out there. Those guys are going to have options. Mike McCarthy's going to have options. They're not going to the Redskins. So I think it's it's <laughs> going to be somebody who is is maybe you know looking at this and saying this might be the only interview I get. First time guy, college I'm guy, willing, maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, Schneider's proven they'll spend money. So you know, Lincoln Riley would they just throw Ooh. so much money at him? But it's tough, man. I don't know. And you know, Norm might say you got the young quarterback Dwayne Haskins that helps you, but Haskins just looked bad when he's played. So I, I think it's going to be a name that's underwhelming because I don't know why you'd want to go there. The Seattle Seahawks, twenty-seven to twenty over the Atlanta Falcons. We just mentioned Dan Quinn, so let's start with him. Is it possible for him to get fired in the middle of the season? We talked about this a couple of weeks ago on Stacking the Box, which comes out every Tuesday. Um, it doesn't look like Arthur Blank is a type of owner who's going to let go of a guy in the middle of the season, but this thing is going south, and it's going south fast. Is he going to make it the rest of the season? I don't think he will. I think he will be fired midseason. They're terrible, and and 
as important as it is to note that they're terrible, it's also important to note that half the stadium's empty every week. Yeah. Owners notice those types of things. Arthur Blank's looking around saying, man, we, we built this brand new stadium. It's gorgeous. It seats whatever it is, 70,000 people. We have 40,000 here. That's not going to cut it. So, yeah, I think he's gone. They'll go the interim route during the season, and then they'll move on. That's a job that could intrigue some coaches because you've got Matt Ryan. You've got a good offense. You've got an owner who is one of the better owners in the league who will give you some time to figure things out. I think Atlanta makes a lot of sense for a, a coach with some options to maybe want to go there. Jay Gruden? Does Jay Gruden go to Atlanta? He could. He could. I, you know, but I could see that being an intriguing option, intriguing fit for a lot of guys. All right. Russell Wilson last week didn't have an incredibly great week. He kind of got overshadowed by Lamar Jackson in the MVP conversation. I don't want to focus on the MVP conversation too much right now because we have plenty of time. We're halfway through the season. We'll get into that more than enough in the last half of the year here. But how far can Russell Wilson take the Seahawks if we're talking big picture playoffs and maybe the Super Bowl? I think you can take him far in the NFC playoffs. I don't think they can go to the Super Bowl. They're just not as talented as New Orleans. New Orleans went up there with Teddy Bridgewater and smoked them. Mm-hmm. I think Green Bay is a better team. Beyond that, though, yeah, look, the Seahawks have an argument. I know Niners fans would go crazy and say no, no, no. But I think realistically, yeah, I think Seattle's good enough because Seattle has Russell Wilson and the Niners don't. So could Seattle, I, I do think it's imperative, though, for Seattle. They've got to win that division mm-hmm. because they're such a different team at home. But, yeah, I think, I think they can go in, into the playoffs and make a run. I just I don't think they're better than New Orleans. I don't think they're better than the Packers. The Philadelphia Eagles go into Buffalo, and they win 31-13 to over the Bills. How much of a bounce back was this really for the Eagles? We're going to hear that all week long. The Eagles are back. They went in. They beat up on the Bills. We're going to get to the Bills in a second, focusing specifically on the Eagles. Is this a quote-unquote bounce back, or is this just, nah, not much? No, I think it's a bounce back. You go up to Buffalo 5-1, and one, the weather's terrible, the Eagles found a way to get the job done, they overcame some mistakes, and they really won by a considerable margin. So yeah, I give full marks to Philadelphia. Look, they went in, they won the game. They were an underdog mm-hmm. in the game, so I give them... I give- Underdog Fantasy is the fastest-growing fantasy app and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app, draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick'em game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code RADIO, and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100? Get $100 free. That's promo code RADIO. Terms and conditions apply. Them credit. Do I think that means everything's fixed? I ain't got to see it over a longer time period, but it's a win that they had to have. Now they get the Bears coming in. Oof. You got to win that game. You're home against Trubisky. You got to find a way to get another W. Was this the real Bills that we've been waiting to see all year long as they start out super hot? They only score 13 points at home. Have they really revealed themselves as this is what they're going to be the rest of the year? I think this is the Bills as far as against good teams. Mm. Yeah, because they're just not talented enough to be. Look, let's, let's just call a spade a spade. Let's be real, okay? They've beaten Cincinnati. They've beaten Miami. They've beaten the Jets. They've beaten the Giants. They've beaten the Titans. None of these teams are any good. The Titans are the best team in that group by a wide margin. And I'd argue that the Titans are on the bottom half of the conference, you know, in a weaker conference than the NFC. So, look, I think the Bills are going to make the playoffs because I think they got enough weak teams to schedule they're going to win. But they just don't have a very high ceiling. And so I think they're a limited team. We spoke about the Bears just a moment ago. And if you're listening in Chicago, you might want to take the earbuds out right now. 17-16, to 16, the Chargers come into Soldier Field and beat down the monsters of the Midway. There wasn't a whole lot of monsters going on at Soldier Field today. Mitchell Trubisky scrambles at the end of the game. They kick a field goal. But what happened before that was they take a knee with some like 40 seconds left yep. to go. Verderam 
Who gets the blame here for the whatever the hell happened with the Bears at the end of that game? I, look, everybody's going to talk about Eddie Pinero missing two field goals. He missed one earlier in the first quarter, and he missed one obviously in the game, and that's fine. Like Pinero, he's paid to do one thing, mm-hmm. and he needn't do it. Okay. To me, though, this game falls on Nagy and Trubisky. Yeah. Nagy, at the end of the game, I mean, what are you doing? Try to get closer. And frankly, if you look at the field goal, had he have gotten five or ten yards closer, it might have been a good, it might have <laughs> yeah. been a, a successful field goal attempt. And then Trubisky with two turnovers in the fourth quarter. God, man, what are you doing? I mean, just enough. It's ridiculous. The, the, the interception he threw was comical. Mm-hmm. He fumbled the ball without him being touched. It's just, to me, if those mistakes are not made, if the, if the coaching is better, Pinero becomes a much more moot point. But I think it comes down to those three guys. I don't think you've been Strabisky. I don't think you're firing Nagy or anything like that. But I do think you're saying, look, this has been a wildly disappointing year. With their schedule ahead, they are done. You can put that in pen. What is the ceiling for this Chargers team? Because they kind of lost in spirit today. They come away from Chicago with a win. Yeah. But what is realistically the ceiling? I don't think it's high. I, look, they, they still have the Packers on the schedule, Vikings on the schedule, Chiefs twice, Raiders twice. Uh, they, they go to Denver where they already they lost to Denver at home earlier this year. I, they got to play at Jacksonville later in the year. Mm-hmm. I think they're maybe a 7 win team. I, I just, they're not good. They're not good. Look, they, they had no business winning today. No, they had no, it took the, it took the Bears missing two very makeable field goals. Trubisky playing awful. The whole th- I mean, everything had to go against the Bears in that game for the Chargers to even have a shot of winning it. So uh, I think look good for the Chargers for winning the game, but I, I don't think that it, it means much going forward. Thirty-one to twenty-six, the Detroit Lions they eke out a win. It looked a little closer than it actually was against the New York Giants. Do you believe in this Lions defense? We've seen them play well this year. We've also seen them give up a lot of points. If it's not the defense, what do you believe in in the, in the Lions? I believe in Stafford. And you know what? By the, by the week, I have to say, I'm believing it more and more in Matt Patricia. I came in Ooh. very down on him in the season, but I think he's done a nice job. He's kind of rallied that team. That all said, look, there have been thoughts with Quandre Diggs getting traded that the Lions are selling at the deadline. I do not think they can afford to sell. You're 3-3-1. Three, three you're, you're at least in the mix and I think if, if you're the Lions, look, you've got you've to try and get some players and add to the roster. That's a fan base. You can't just wave the white flag on at this point. They have won a playoff game since 1991. So if, if I'm the Lions, I'm saying, look, our defense is at least passable. Stafford's playing very well. Kenny Galladay's legit. Like, let's go out and get some players and try to help this, this group. So I think the Lions are at least a decent team, which is more than I expected them to be coming into the year. Uh, the Giants are not a decent team. They're actually they are not. They stink. They're quite a bad team. Uh, do you give them any credit for battling back against the Lions? Daniel no. Jones got beat up, but they did score twenty six points on the road, and this no, is not a team. I, I don't give me credit. Of. They turn the ball over too much. <laughs> and, look, and, and enough with Daniel Jones, by the way. And he's a rookie. I'm not sitting here saying he's going to be bad forever. Or anything. Yeah. He's bad right now. The turn. He has flashes, but the turnovers are just constant. They're never ending. It's fumbles. It's picks. You can't win in the NFL doing that, especially when you're not the more talented team. So, no, I don't give the Giants any credit. And frankly, that score is closer than it made it really. Yeah. They, they were down 31-19 really, really late in the game. So, no, I don't give them credit. They got beat. They got beat soundly. Another close game that was uh, maybe not as close as it seemed. The Tennessee Titans, 27-23 over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, we'll get to Jameis Winston because, whew, oh boy. But of the two quarterbacks in this game, it was Ryan Tannehill versus Winston. And Tannehill comes away with not only the win, but do you believe that the Titans are a playoff team now? That Tannehill's eh, not looking so bad. No, I don't. Because I think, look, you look at the AFC. Tell me, out of these six teams, who are the Titans beating out? Pats, Chiefs, Colts, Texans, Ravens, <laughs> Bills. Eh, fair enough. 
I mean, the only argument would be Bills, they lost to them head to head. Yeah. So to me, I don't, I don't think they're winning the division. They'd have to get a wild card. They, they have the disadvantage with the Bills. And I think you know, the only thing going for the Titans, they still play the Colts again, who they lost to at home as mm-hmm. well. And they play Houston twice. If they can win those head to head matchups, then they got a shot. But I, I don't like it. I, I think Tennessee still is a very limited team. Uh, before the Buccaneers went on a bye week, Jameis Winston's first pass of that last game against the Panthers was an interception. He threw or had two turnovers in the first quarter of this game against the Titans. He did not look good. The game ended with an interception when the Buccaneers were trying to come back. It looks like this is not going to be a long-term experiment for the Buccaneers any longer. Where does Winston play in 2020 in your mind? Uh, I mean, that that's a loaded question. There's a lot of teams you could be on. But uh, if I had to bet, Tampa. Oh, God. Tampa. No. Yeah, why? that's right. That's oh, right. No. You know what you did. You know uh, why? Because Jason Light got signed to a five-year extension. Yeah. Jason Light drafted Jameis Winston. My understanding through talking to sources in the league, the Bucks are still really fond of Jameis Winston. And I'm telling you that with that GM still in place, there's a very good chance that Jameis Winston's coming back to Tampa Bay. As a Buccaneers fan, I, uh, I don't even know what to do with that, but I'll, I'll just live in my own feelings for a while. Speaking of living in your feelings, the Colts and the Broncos, this was your favorite game of the week, wasn't oh it? Oh my Bird God, Ryan? this game was a 15 to 13. The Colts get a win. Adam Venateri decides to not miss a field goal for once, wins it at home. The Colts, can they win the AFC South? They're 5 and 2, they're at the top right now. Yeah, they can, absolutely. I don't think they're Super Bowl contender. I think they're too limited offensively with Brissett. But, yeah, they can win that division. That division's not great. They already beat Houston once. They beat Tennessee, so 2-0 in the division. Yeah, I think if you're a Colts fan, you feel pretty good. You feel like you can win the division. I will say, though, there were some alarming things that happened against Denver. They they could not block, which is not normally a problem for them. But Mm -hmm. it was in this game. Now, that may be an aberration, but Brissett against the Blitz was not looking good. He took a million sacks. He got hit a lot. Now, he made the play of the day was going to get sacked at the goal line late in the fourth quarter, got away from Von Miller, rolled out, hit Hilton for something like a 40-yard completion down the sideline. But, look, I think right now if you're a Colts fan, you feel good. You have to feel good. You are sitting at 5-2. and two. Your, your next two games are the Steelers and Dolphins. Uh, so you have a real shot of going 7-2. and 12. Though, I will say, they got to play better against Pittsburgh on the road next week or they might lose that game. Uh, if you're a Broncos fan, you're not feeling very good. Are you? I started writing in my notes something about the Broncos game, and I stopped with what is there to like, and I just don't even like. What is there to like? Nothing. I don't know about the offense, about the Nothing. defense. There was that report this they, week that they, Elway passed on Russell Wilson because he was too short, even though he checked all the boxes. Like no, the answer the answer is nothing. <sighs> the answer is absolutely nothing because the offense is pitiful, and Elway, according to reports, is like unwilling still to trade Chris Harris. <laughs> And, you know, Von Miller, okay, I get why they wouldn't trade Von Miller, but he's going to be – they just can't – they can't get out of their own way. They signed Flacco. They brought in Flacco. He's on the contract for two more years after this, and there's significant dead money to get out of that. They're they're a mess, man. There's no excuse for losing that game today. Now, look, I'm not saying they're the better team than the Colts, but you're winning that game all the way. And the thing that kills me, Flacco ripped into Fangio in the presser after the game about this. Third and five to two-minute warning. And, and if you get a first down, the game's over. And he only has one timeout left. And you run the ball right into the line of scrimmage. Throw the ball. I mean, my God, spread them out. Try to end the game. And they just give them back the ball willingly. And, of course, they lose. Yeah, that was a lovely showing there by the Broncos. Over in London, you may have forgotten this game happened because I kind of did. 24-10, to 10, the Rams, they beat the Bengals. 
where do the Rams rank as far as NFC contenders are? They feel like middle of the road, a team we've kind of forgotten about. But they're, I mean, they went to Super Bowl last year, and Sean yeah. McVay is still the head coach. Good team, not great. Uh, I don't think they're as good as Seattle or San Francisco. I don't think they're as good as Green Bay and New Orleans or Minnesota. So I would put them about six right, right. now. Uh, with with the ability to move up, look, I don't like where they're going offensively. Offensively, score twenty four points against Seattle or against uh, Cincinnati's nothing. No. Cincinnati's an atrocity defensively, so that's not saying much. Uh, there's talk now that they might trade to keep Talib. Um, you know, he comes off IR. Peters is already gone. I know they got Ramsey in there, but my, I mean, it's not mm-hmm. it's not the same team that went to the Super Bowl last year. They look lost. Todd Gurley can't run as well as he used to. So, yeah, look, I think the Rams are a playoff. Progressive presents today's to-do list for your cat. Take a nap. Meow till I get food. Get food. Walk away from food. Move to couch. See human. Give cold shoulder. Take a nap. Meow till I get your food. Your pet has get a very busy schedule, so it's up to you to make sure they're protected. That's why Progressive Car Insurance covers your pets for up to $1,000 if they're ever in a car accident with you. Move to couch. Aggressively clean myself. Take a nap. Meow till I get food. Get coverage get for your pets with anti-auto policy from Progressive. Progressive of casualty insurance company and affiliates coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms team i don't think they're much more right now opposite end of the spectrum are the Bengals low-key the worst team in football like we get the no. dolphins are tanking no the dolphins but... are the worst team. the dolphins are abominable but good news hill uh they play each other week 16 so <laughs> is that get... gonna be for the number one pick still oh, i i think there's a real chance you look at the schedules both those teams are 0 14 going into that game which has to be that has to be the first time it's ever happened i can't Eesh. imagine there's ever been another instance of that if I'm NBC, I flex into that Amazing. game. Amazing. It's just for the number one pick. Uh, 31 to 9, the New Orleans Saints. They get Drew Brees back and beat the doors off of Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. With Drew Brees back now, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater was a great story, but Brees is the quarterback of this team. And now that we saw him back, he looks back to be full strength. Is this the best team in the NFC at the end of the year, or are we still talking about the 49ers and the Packers up there ahead of them? I think the best team in football. I, I think I think they're okay. better in New England. I, I absolutely do. I think who who have the Pats beaten all year long? New Orleans has some real pelts on the wall, mm-hmm. and I think the Saints are the best team going. Look, the the big thing for them is they get home field advantage. That team in that dome, they are rough to deal with. And I I know they lost last year in the NFC title game there. Although you'd argue that that might have been uh, uh, not on the level, yeah. so to speak. But I think the Saints are terrific. I think they're the best team in the league. I don't think they're so good that they're impossible to beat. I think you know, the NFL has enough power they could lose. But if they play their best, I like the Saints against anybody right now. Uh, similar question to the Broncos. Uh, what is there like if you're a Cardinals fan? Because Kyler Murray is absolutely yeah. fun. And the offense looks good at times, but nine points? Like, ugh, what's going on? I think, look, you, you feel good about the, the future with Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. And I think you, you do like, like what Cliff Kingsbury's brought to the team and stole a little bit of life. They've got a nice pass rush, Terrell Suggs, and, and, and the, somehow an ageless wonder, and Chandler Jones. But they have a long way to go. Let's yeah. be real. They're clearly the fourth team in the FC West right now. But they also, I'll give them this. They made a big, big bet when they traded away Josh Rosen and they went after Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. If Kyler Murray's not good, that's a disaster. So far, Murray's clearly better than Josh Rosen. So I, I think they're trending in the right direction. Although I'll say this. They should trade Patrick Peterson. Oh, They should be getting picks. I don't understand why Kime's not doing that. That makes no sense to me, but uh, it is what it is. But I'll give the Cardinals credit. 3-4-1. and one. I bet a lot of fans would have taken that before the year started. Maybe Kime just closed his eyes and he can't imagine Patrick Peterson playing in any other uniform. He should figure Cardinals it out because, because he's not going to be good by the time they get good. Uh, 29 to 15, the Jacksonville Jaguars over the New York Jets. Sam Darnold didn't see ghosts all day, but I mean, he saw them for most of the day. But Gardner Minshew controls the conversation once again. 
kind of touched on this a couple of weeks ago and the magic wore off a bit. Is he still the rookie of the year or is that somebody else now you're taking a look at? Uh, he's in the mix. You know what? He The, the question is, oh, Foles comes back and he starts over Minshew, then that really puts a pin mm. in that whole situation, right? So yeah. I, I would think right now Josh Jacobs has got to be in that conversation. You always look at guys who rack up yardage, of course, and, and he's doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that there's a receiver that I would say is in the mix. I mean, Hollywood Brown was, got off to a great start. He's kind of fallen off. So, yeah, I think Mitchell's in the mix. Look, they won the game. Give him credit. They stay alive. It, you know, that that division, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jacksonville, 4-4. Four and four. So, yeah. right there. Like, yep. right where it needs to be after eight games. Adam Gase, is he the coach of the Jets in 2020, or are they looking somewhere else? No, hell no. No, <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. There's not even quite. He's fired the second they step off the field, week 17. Uh, I don't think he's getting fired in season. No. Uh, but look, the, the, the talk is yeah, that that is not going well. I mean, not 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 only on the field, it's just obvious there. But even the way he handles himself in pressers, the way he kind of throws players under the bus, oh, yeah. that stuff doesn't fly in the NFL. That is an easy way to to sow the seeds of 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 division. Uh, I think he is long gone, and I'll tell you why too. Joe Douglas was is a GM now. Mm. Hired this offseason. He was hired after Adam Gase. You think Joe Douglas is staking his career on Adam Gase when he didn't pick him? No, I don't think so. I think Gase is gone. Yeah, good call on that one. The San Francisco 49ers welcome in Kyle Allen and the Carolina Panthers and proceed to drop 51 points on them and allow only 13. It was a bloodbath in every single sense of the term. Um, but the big question here I have for you, Verderam, is defensively, the 49ers are dominant. And you yes. would say that if the, the Patriots had played actual opponents, there's a good chance that the 49ers do have the best defense in football lockstep. But what happens when the 49ers get into a shootout in the playoffs with the 40, or with the uh, Packers or with the Saints? Because we haven't seen a lot out of this offense. And that was the talk. It was Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan. And it's Robert Sala's defense that is right. carrying the way. Do you trust them in the playoffs? Have you seen enough from Jimmy G to say, yeah, he could beat Breeze, he could beat Rodgers? Well, I love the defense. I don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo yet. Look, he's not Aaron Rodgers, he's not Drew Breeze, which is mm-hmm. fine. Nobody expects him to be yeah. those guys, but I don't see it. Not right now. Uh, that said, look, the 49ers defense is terrific, and Kyle Shanahan is a hell of an offensive mind. They can run the ball, they've got weapons, they bring in Emmanuel Sanders. So I, I'm buying the Niners. But if, you, if you're talking about a game like you are where it's you know 37-35, yeah. then no, I don't buy Garoppolo. If you're telling me, though, that it's just a straight-up game, could the Niners beat any of those teams? Uh, they, they'd certainly be in the mix. I love the way the Niners are playing. I'll be the first to admit it took me a little while to buy on them because of Garoppolo mm-hmm. playing the way he's played, but love the defense, love the way they go about their business. Yeah, I think San Francisco's for real. I think they're going to be in the mix long term. Uh, speaking of being in the mix, it turns out Kyle Allen... Not the he's, not, he's not going to be in the mix much longer. Not the answer. Is this good news or bad news for Cam Newton that Kyle Allen's playing oh my God, the it's game great. he played? I mean, it's great news for Cam Newton. He's getting his job back. <laughs> All right? I, I don't think there's any arguing that. It's, it's, it's great news for him. Uh, and you know what? Look, Allen, yeah, he, he stink bombed the game. He, he went 4-1 and one as their backup. Mm. Uh, Kyle Allen did his job. They won road games at Houston. Uh, they, they won a road game at somewhere else, like at, uh, escaping me. They had a couple of big road wins. Mm-hmm. They got the job done. That's all you could ask out of Kyle Allen. So, if for my money, absolutely. Look, you know, if you're Newton, you're like, this is great. We were 0-2 when I left. Season looked over. Now we're 4-3. and We're right in the mix. So, yeah, I think if you're Cam, now it's time to step up, get healthy, and make a run. 27-13, uh, no surprise here. The New England Patriots beat the Cleveland Browns. It was not a good game if you're a Browns fan. But if you're a Patriots fan you might want to be a little concerned about what you saw out of the offense today. Verderam, are you thinking that the 
way that the Patriots defense is playing, which is phenomenal, is masking some serious problems on offense. Yeah. Joel Tommy. I don't care that I'm in the minority on this. The way they're playing and the way they're winning right now is not sustainable. They're not going to win the turnover battle every time by four. It's not going to happen. There's something like plus 18 in the turnover ratio. Like That's just not – it's not going to consistently happen because they're going to play better teams. My question is when they play a good team and they're even in the turnover ratio and they're minus one in the turnover ratio, then what happens? Mm-hmm. I said, look, the Pats are beyond reproach. They're obviously a good team. They've been to three straight Super Bowls. Brady's trying to go to his 10th. Like You'd be a moron to sit there and argue that they're not a good team. But my argument is just, yes, they're good, but are they great? I don't think they're great. I think they're good. And I think if Kansas City gets healthy, the Chiefs are going to be a real problem for them. I think Houston could be a real problem for them if Bill O could coach well for one game. I I, I mean, really. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't look at the at the Pats and think they're unbeatable, but you need to play a very smart game, and teams have not been able to do that so far. Cleveland is the most talented team they've played. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter. They, they had 13 penalties. They they turned the ball over three times in the first quarter. That game was over 10 minutes in. You're not going to win games like that. When you play them, you can't take the penalties, you can't make the turnovers. And then I think you have a shot against them. Patriots have the Ravens, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Texans, and then your Chiefs coming up. So That's that, a stretch. That, that first is, half was a little yes. easy. The second half gets a little harder here. Uh, quickly on the Browns, uh, who do you blame more for what has happened so far, Freddie Kitchens or Baker Mayfield, who talked a lot of talk in the offseason and is not backing it up whatsoever? Kitchens is an unmitigated disaster at this point. <laughs> yes. There's just no other way. I mean, he's 2-5. and five. They don't look like they know what they're doing. <laughs> they're completely discombobulated. Yeah. The play calling strange. The penalties are omnipresent. It's just it's a disaster. They're not good. And but Mayfield doesn't get off the hook here either. Mm. Mayfield has not played well. He's not elevated the team at all. He's missed too many throws. He's thrown way too many picks. I, it's it's a collective effort to be two and five. Their line has been awful. There's a lot of factors that go into this. But ultimately, look, Freddie Kitchens was charged with making sure Baker doesn't take a step back and being a disciplined team. Neither one of those things have happened in any way, shape, or form. Moving on to the Houston Texans and the Oakland Raiders. It was 27-24, to 24, the final score. Not what we thought it was going to be, but then Deshaun no. Watson got kicked in the eye, threw a touchdown, and then the Raiders remembered who they were, starting with the Raiders. How much of a corner have they actually turned? Because they've been fun. Mm-hmm. They've been better than expected this year. I wouldn't go as far to call them a playoff team, but no. what's what's going on here? Because, I mean, give them credit. They look better than we thought that they were going to be, especially they, after all the Antonio Brown they, stuff. They have. Look, I think they've turned somewhat of a corner here. I, I think mm-hmm. they're competitive week in and week out, which they weren't last year. The question becomes with them at three and four, okay, they have three straight home games now. Can, you know, they got the Lions coming in. That's an interesting game. That's a game that they could win. It's not an easy game, though, so mm-hmm. that would give you a little something. The question I have with the Raiders comes down to this. So here are their three wins. They've beaten Denver. They've beaten Indianapolis. They've beaten Chicago. Three quarterbacks that, frankly, don't beat you very much through the air. Yeah. When they play quarterbacks that can beat them through the air, that's when the Raiders struggle. Now, they almost beat Deshaun Watson, but almost doesn't count in the NFL. They didn't beat him. So I think the Raiders are competitive. I think they're better. I think that matters, but I do not believe that they're going to make the playoffs. I just don't think they're there yet. The Houston Texans get the win. Deshaun Watson looked incredible. He looked like Rocky with his eye all swollen up and stuff. But now after the game, it comes out that J.J. Watt may be out for the year. We'll see where that goes. Let's say that that happens. Can this season possibly end with Bill O'Brien maybe being a surprise firing if Deshaun Watson looks incredible and the Texans think they can go out and get a guy like a Jay Gruden or a Mike McCarthy, somebody who can come in and be an offensive guru and work with Watson, or are Texans fans, as we like to 
pray for them every week, stuck with Billow for the foreseeable future. Oh, I think they're stuck with him. I don't <sighs> think he's going anywhere. I think he's going to be there. He oh, runs that organization right now. So I think he's involved. Look, to, to focus on the football side of things, that's a – obviously, that's a big loss if watch out for the year. Yeah. Because not only is he out for the year, then you can double merciless – and all of a sudden, you, you almost lose two guys, mm. right? Like, it's a hell of a lot easier to defend them because Clowney's not there anymore. He's gone. So, yeah, I think that really – that is an enormous blow. Look, they won the game, but if Watt's gone for the year, that is a game-changer for them. There's no question. Green Bay Packers are 7-1. and one. Kansas City slips to 5-3. 31-24 Green Bay. John Bueller with me here as we recap Packers and Chiefs. John, what's the one thing that you will take away from tonight's Sunday night football action? Well, I think the Packers, you know, they made their claim for being the best team in the NFC. I mean, they're 7-1, I believe, same as the Saints. And what a catch by Jamal Williams. That was amazing. I cannot believe that Aaron Rodgers was able to get in the ball in the back of the end zone there. That throw, I mean, Jamal Williams, great catch and way to keep, keep your feet down, I guess, but that throw by Aaron Rodgers under heavy pressure, he was, I mean, if you look at Rodgers the last two games, he's 48-64, 734 yards, eight touchdowns, hasn't been intercepted. I don't know how he's getting better, but somehow he is. Uh, Green Bay right now, uh, right there with New Orleans, obviously the best teams in the NFC. Uh, Kansas City was not expected to be as competitive as they were tonight. I thought that was impressive. And Patrick Mahomes on that sidelines, uh, obviously not playing, but big smiles on that face. It's not going to be long before he gets back on the field. Yeah, he'll be back in there before you know it. I think the Chiefs played well with Matt Moore, all things considered. But Aaron Rodgers, like Stephen A. Smith says, he's a bad man. He is. He's, He's a, a bad, bad, bad man. man. <laughs> Green Bay 31. The Packers uh, do it again as they beat the Chiefs 31 at 24. They're 7 and 1. All right, we'll be back next Monday to recap all of the games for you from week 9. But Verderam will be back for Stacking the Box on Tuesday. You can listen to it every Tuesday with Verderam, Jeff Schwartz, Mark Carmen. Subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on Google Play, leave a five-star review to tell us how much you love us, or, you know, give us five stars for making you hate us so much. So that will be that, and we'll see you all next week on Stacking the Box. This podcast is brought to you by Fansided. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.